All right, welcome to episode three of The Click. Chris Rupp here, uh, your co-host with... Elena Corsini. <laughs> and it is actually uh, week four for us, um, unfortunately, with everything going on. We had to take a, a little bit of a hiatus last week, or um, furlough if you want to call it, for one week. But we're back, and uh, we have a ton of exciting things uh, to go over um, exciting how you look at it, I guess, but more just really interesting in-depth news, uh, with everything that's going on today. So, um, I know, I think our last, it's been, uh, about two weeks now. Um, and we were face to face in, in our podcast room and that's pretty wild that we're, uh, yeah. looking at each other virtually right now, like, uh, everybody else in, in the whole U S pretty much is. And it's just a whole new, uh, experience trying to get used to this. So bear with us, those listeners and watchers and whatnot with our uh, audio video quality. We're going to do the best that we can here. How are you holding up over there, Alina? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's so, it's weird, I will admit, but it's a lot different than the podcast suite, but it's cool. It's interesting. Um, And I mean, it's history being made too. So it's kind of cool to be a part of it and you can weather this storm, then you can weather anything. So. Absolutely. (laughs) I I think that's so important. And, uh, you know, that everybody just tries. It's such a doomsday right now with any kind of news that you put on. It's just full on, you know, it's so hard not to see just and listen to everything. That's just doomsday. But, um, you know, it's so critically important just for everybody's mindset to that, you know, we will get through this. Everybody will get through this. It will be different on the other side. It's not a question of, Will it be? It will be different um, on the other side. So it's just, you know, making sure that everybody adapts as quickly as possible um, so that we can get through this. So um, without further ado, let's uh, let's get into some digital marketing headlines uh, for this week. Today is Friday, April 3rd, and we're going to start rolling. So why don't you kick us off? Yeah. Um, so like Chris just said, um, we're just seeing major disruptions um, and just major changes in the digital world. And one of those is huge with SEO. Um, there's a huge, we've seen a huge um, surge in search traffic. Search behavior um, has totally changed as well. So, and search behavior is a reflection of users' priorities. So it's clear what people are more focused on um, and are hungering down for the law long haul, excuse me, um, as opposed to leisure activities or like traveling or dining out. Um, So the first uh, article that we have is how COVID is specifically affecting search behavior. Um, And larger groceries have seen a huge surge up to 433%, which I thought was crazy. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, quadruple. So that is absolutely insane. Um, Bulk grocery retailers have seen 58% um, more search, large good retailers. So like Walmart, big box stores, Um, online messaging and productivity. So Zoom, um, anything like that has really seen a big Skype. Like I never thought I'd use Skype again, but here it is, which is crazy. Um, (laughs) Hotel clients have seen a decrease 43%, um, theme park clients 55%, and then chain restaurants or 29%. Um, so it's not just small local businesses either that are hurting. It are these big um, travel and leisure companies as well. So, and looking True. at Google Trends, um, which is available, we can put that link as well. 
it's available to anyone. You literally Google, Google trends, um, and you can search the trends, any search traffic, any month, any time. Um, it goes back years. So you can look at it um, year over year, and it's really important for marketers now to check that out um, because you're going to see what people are searching for, and you want your website um, to come up for that. Uh, another article we'll talk about later, too, is how it's um, – the using the term coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, so that's actually going to go into our next article. Uh, when using, so this is huge for SEO, um, when people are finding more information on the novel coronavirus, it's important to use coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, Why is that? Uh, it's because, so just when you're looking for the search term, so this first, the example they actually use is Bing. Um, Bing has this really great resource and it's a COVID-19 tracker. Um, so it shows the U.S. shows like what parts are highly um, contaminated, like which in different levels. It's really, really cool. Um, on Google, if you look up COVID-19 tracker, they're the first website that comes up. You look up coronavirus tracker, they're not even on like the first or second page, um, which wow. is really crazy because it's a great resource. It's probably one of the best most reliable resources out there on that um and they updates daily uh, i'm pretty sure updates like every um couple minutes but so for that for that seo component to not work for them um is i just thought was really interesting and it's really important for healthcare professionals any organizations um that need to market to individuals looking for these resources um it's important to use both words so I just thought that was really interesting. Something that it is. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, a lot of healthcare organizations, when they're trying to get that information out to people, um, it's important to use both. So we'll definitely continue to do that um, in like our own resources that we've been providing on the website and stuff. Right. Yep. Yep. That's a good point. And we actually we joked about it. Uh, I think in our last episode about just how you know it's gone from coronavirus coronavirus to uh, COVID nineteen and. No, you know, yeah. depending on who's talking about it, but, um, exactly. and that's what it said, um, even more so in the article as well is that, um, th different people use different words. So that yeah. also has something to do with it. Um, but just to kind of cover, every, cover everyone, you know, um, use both words. So, it so said, with the, with the increase of, uh, you know, these, some of these search terms, especially with grocery related. And I, I think that's eventually gonna, come down a little bit um you know the 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 curve of that um increase in in search so like large grocery retailers um you know i think there's a little bit of a panic there too oh, yeah. of you know hey stock up stock up stock up um and you're st i mean you're seeing that now i mean the the shelves are empty and and doing any kind of online grocery shopping is mm -hmm. um you know there's limited times available there's limited stock and whatnot but I still think that's we're going to see double digit, if not triple digit increases there for, for quite a while. So that, that in itself presents an opportunity for uh, anybody within the grocery, um, you know, food uh, delivery uh, industry that has the potential to capitalize on what's going on right now and be able to deliver or ship any kind of uh, you know, frozen foods and, and whatnot. So we've seen an increase of that actually ourselves with, with a, a few of our clients that, that do that and, um, you know, running out of stock and, and oh, yeah. uh, others that are just really trying to capitalize on that market right now. Um, you know, again, trying to think the positive way through this and not obviously the, 
big declines that we've seen in hotel and travel and hospitality as, as a whole, but you know, which, what types of companies, you know, are up and coming that, you know, have some kind of a food product that they could capitalize on that. And, and that seems, that really seems to be it. Um, you know, people are obviously these numbers show that they're searching for it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, um, all on desktop too, uh, which I think is really crazy that it's rising. So since people are home, um, desktop searches have dramatically increased. Um, so for marketers, especially when we traditionally kind of not cater to mobile, but, um, we've seen so many, like just the data is unbelievable about how much more people are using their phones. Well, now we've kind of seen a pause in that, um, because now we were catering to mobile devices and now people are on their computers. Um, and just like, I mean, gro going on grocery, I was looking up a grocery pickup yesterday. I've never done that. I've never picked up groceries. Never <laughs> like, I was, I was one of those people on Google searching for it. And then did it on my desktop because I didn't want to do grocery. I mean, I didn't know there was an app or whatever. I something. But, um, who'd you do it with? I was going to do it with food line. My, um, I had a friend do it instead and she sent it to me. I sent her my card information. Cause I was like, I was actually on, um, the, I was online and I was like, there's just so much food. I was like, here's my list. Just get, get <laughs> I'll like, be on here forever. Right. So. I've actually, so, um, real quick on this and not to get off, off subject too, uh, long, but, uh, my wife and I started doing online grocery shopping, uh, okay. probably like two years ago. Oh, really? Um, and I mean, really like just, I don't know, after having kids and then just being busy and traveling yeah. all the time. And we've actually found that we save money by doing it that way because yeah. you don't, you're not walking through the store and be like, Oh, Oh, this looks good. I'll toss this in the cart or this in the cart. Mm -hmm. You're just like, you know, you don't, you, you just have pure tunnel vision when you're shopping, you know, from your phone yeah. on the app of like, Hey, this is just a necessity of what I need. Yeah, this is um, just so I don't know. It's I've, I've, we've been doing Walmart grocery for the most part. Yeah. They actually pulled back their availability on their app. You used to be able to schedule like a week out um, mm -hmm. and pick, you know, your day and time that you wanted to pick up. Yeah. And there's such a demand for it. They pulled all that back and they just have today and then the next day available. So if you're not up at 12, 1 yeah. a.m. when they release yeah. the next day, you're, you're toast as far as trying to grab one of those times available. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually wasn't even able to do it um, because they didn't have any pickups today or tomorrow. Um, and I needed, I needed something for this weekend. So I was like, well, I, I don't know. So someone actually got, went to the store for me um, and got it. But there you go. Crazy. It was craziness. Um, oh. But just that re-rise of desktop. So just like we were talking, um, I was talking about the grocery. Uh, people are back on the computer. So making sure yeah. that you're, Websites user friendly on mobile as well, but um, making sure that it's still good, the customer experience is still good um, online. That's right. So uh, moving on, uh, looking at just e-commerce ad spend, uh, I think you know it's it's kind of a given that you know people would be uh, hopefully doubling down on it, and really that's that's what the data is telling us. So um, e-commerce ad spending jumped from four point eight million the week of February 17th to 9.6 million the week of March 9th. Um, so just about double there. Uh, the, the data released by media sales intelligence firm media radar on Friday encompasses advertising spend across national TV, print and digital media, including websites, Snapchat, YouTube, and podcasts. So uh, really across the board, 
uh, anyone that was already set up for e-com mm-hmm. are capitalizing on this opportunity. And it's, you know, I don't know how, I mean, I feel like for years, anybody in the digital marketing industry has just been hounding people to create some kind of a uh, e-commerce revenue channel, sales channel for for their business of whatever it may be. And I think, you know, the ones that didn't and that were just so, you know, against it or wouldn't take the time to do it over the last several years, I, they're just, unfortunately, they're just really paying the price right now with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. As well, too, um, I was in a webinar with one of our platforms, um, and they've actually seen, so with this ad spend double, um, specifically in OTB and pre-roll, um, they've seen more inventory. People pull back. Well, there's, we've got so much more inventory available. Um, CBC rates are down. CPAs are down. Um, and then they're also seeing, which I think, so just talking about how you just said doubling down, um, we've also seen people already create campaigns for coming back after this, um, which I think is super important as well that to not pull back that advertising spend to stay there um, in that e-commerce. I mean, to be there, people are online. They're probably, this is going to change search and I mean, behavior after this, people might want to stay online. People might not go into stores as much anymore. Um, so just remaining online, remaining that ad spend prevalent um, and getting in there, making sure your campaigns are ready um, when we come back as well. So I had this conversation yesterday um, with somebody about exactly what you just said. When we, when we get through this, what is it going to be like? What, what things are going to change indefinitely, like from a shopping experience? So, um, you know, I think personally, um, one that I, I, uh, am drawn to is the automotive side. And, you know, we've, we've seen just across the board auto automotive, you know, dealership wise have you know, drastically, obviously production's halted. I mean, the whole, essentially the whole world's halted right now, but you know, their, their production is completely halted. They've pulled staff back, um, almost completely very limited on, you know, just on the service side and their overhead is just gigantic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's insane. I mean, they have huge real estate, huge buildings, um, hundreds and hundreds of cars on the lot and, and tons and tons of people on, on the sales and, and biz dev side. It's just, um, I really think that eventually I, I I've said this for about a year now that eventually automotive dealerships are going to go to just a office and where they have like service available and then like one model of each car there so that you can show up if you want to and go test drive one in person and, and see it, touch it, feel it, whatever you want to do to it. And, and then order from the comfort of your home, like order exactly what you want with your trim level and all your features and and whatnot. Um, and, and the whole financing side of it, it's all done from home. Just like what we're doing right now, sitting here right here at the computer, at your desk, and you're, you're going through that whole process and the whole time. I mean, people don't like to go to car dealerships in the first place, right? The only reason they go there is to see the actual car. They don't want to deal with in general, the people that are there and they don't want to spend four or five hours going through a buying process. It's just, it's so painful. I've done it tons of times. It's just insanely painful. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
I think in one automotive maker that's that's uh, started doing this right off right off the bat is is Tesla. They've just created individual offices all over the place, and they have one model of one car of each model um, sitting out in the parking lot that you can come and test drive and and whatnot. And then you and then you just order, and then you show up when it's ready, and you pick it up. So yeah. with everything that's going on now, I I think it would be it would be really, really impressive to see which automotive dealers are going to step up now and just kind of bet on that happening for the long haul and start really downsizing their overhead and going to this model, the model that I just described and then delivery too. So, you know, people, while they're essentially quarantined right now and stay at home orders, they, they want to be able to just, once this is through, they still kind of want that experience and have, you know, what they've done delivered and put right in their driveway. Absolutely. They don't have to do anything. I they don't agree. have to go and deal with any, anything. Yeah. So I, I think that's just one example that we're going to see of, of things and in, in industries that are going to change indefinitely to this kind of virtual yeah. buying and uh, just overall sales model. Um, I, th- I think there's several others, but the companies that are going to, you know, just kind of bet on that happening, I really think are the ones that are going to emerge as, as leaders in their, in their industries once we're through with all this. Exactly. And even, I mean, even back to the grocery example, we were just using, um, I've heard that a lot from people saying that they save a lot of money doing that. Um, and I think that because so many people are using it, they're probably going to continue to use it. I don't think that that, yeah, I don't think grocery pickup is going to slow down at all. I think grocery online ordering is going to maybe not, like we said, the triple digit numbers, but I definitely think it's going to increase. And once this is all over, I still think people are going to be picking up um, their groceries. So <laughs> I do too. So how about, I mean, are, are you going to be one? You were, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't try. I would <laughs> like to try it probably, I think, but I just, like I said, the pickup times weren't available. And then the way that like someone was just going to the store, they were, grabbing it for me but i'll definitely yeah. try it probably yeah. next. i need groceries but even more um like we were just talking about the um whole i mean car dealerships they need to adapt um grocery stores they're adapting they already adapted um and this was just really interesting i wanted to just touch briefly on it um are the 2020 political campaigns we won't get into politics so much but more just the aspect of them completely going digital. Um, and it's funny because right before um, this happened, we were right in the middle. Like that was all anyone was talking about was oh, little, sure. like yeah. primary, everything. That's all I talked about. And one of my topics then had been how advertising is in political campaigns. Should it, like just to talk about it, discuss it. Um, and then I think it's funny how it's kind of remains one of those topics, but it's not even now can they have advertising? It's everything is online and everything is digital and they has to be, there's no more, there's no more door knocking, right? There's no more handshaking. Nope. And, um, that's actually one of the quotes, um, in this Boston globe article and it says gone are the rope lines, selfies with supporters and entourages of traveling press. They're being replaced for now with tools of the digital world, Teletown halls, virtual fundraisers and live stream speeches from candidates homes, sometimes with awkward, awkward results (laughs) so uh, yeah i agree i don't know did you happen to catch uh biden on uh jimmy fallon a couple nights ago no i didn't it was just one example and i mean of uh you know just people trying to do i think he was in his basement or something and 
but and even watching i've watched fallon a couple times the last uh few weeks and he's doing everything from home right now and it's just it's oh my so God, different like what's that his kid i've seen like a pic uh, um a video and his kid is like all oh over yeah his, his kids are just all over him and you know it's just you know one goof after another and you know it's just it's just the new norm so you know um not to you know go down the, the political road but i mean for for somebody that um you know, like joe biden for example you know has you know different gaps and whatnot that you see all the time and and it's i think it's going to help somebody like that you know um exactly. I, I don't there's just i don't know there's a new norm of like hey it's it, those things are okay i was watching cnbc yesterday and one of the guys on there his dog was barking in the background and <laughs> and he's like you know, sorry guys. It's just, that's just the way it is. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a level of like, uh, expectation of, um, or a level of forgiveness, I should say of, you know, this is everybody understands it's, you know, it's not just you and a yeah. certain area we're we're all in the same boat, but it, from an advertising marketing pr- perspective with, with political campaigns, it's going to drastically drastically upend all of this so i mean they even moved the democratic convention they postponed it i don't believe they rescheduled it um but i did see that they had postponed it um and i i don't know what's going to come out of that of just the whole process in general that's going to be really interesting to watch play out but um you know i don't know it's i think they have a huge challenge ahead of them to figure out how to connect with each one of these each voter across America, uh, when you can't be out and about, you can't be holding uh, big rallies and going door to door and handshaking and Absolutely. you just can't do any of that. So, you know, how are you going to connect with mm-hmm. so many people and make a difference that you connect, you know, you connect enough to, you know, win their vote? Yeah. And especially, I mean, that all has to do, I don't want to tie back to digital marketing, but it all has to do with digital marketing and hopefully, which they do, um, these political campaigns have, I mean, professionals in place for this, but they, I can guarantee that that public relations manager was not anticipating having to, I mean, do this and be online and conduct, I mean, conduct a rally, a virtual rally, like that is just unheard of. Um, I think it's really important. I mean, and we're all in this together, just like you said, um, everyone has this like understanding, this forgiveness. So just, I mean, monitoring that, analyzing it. So God forbid this ever happens in the future, you know, we know how to handle it. I think there's going to be, there's going to be some different ways that they're going to figure this out. And Bloomberg did a really good job of when he was running, there was a time and it was like one of his, his last couple of weeks before he dropped out. But I swear every single Instagram meme page or anything that's just like remotely funnier, you know, um, that I follow on Instagram, he got into every one of those channels and was posting, you know, rel- relatively humorous memes, you know, I mean, obviously they were paid, they were sponsored, um, posts and whatnot. And, I just, I thought it was interesting that somebody like that took, of course, he had all the money in the world to do it, but I thought the tactic was actually ahead of the game a little bit to be, to go and do something like that, find influencers, and then just do it on such a mass basis where I was like, I mean, it was like 48 hours where it was nothing but those kinds of posts, you know, from every one of those. And um, 
I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what the others do. You know, whoever it is uh, moving forward, and and kind of how they approach this whole connecting with people because that's a. I thought that was a great way to do it. You know, I mean, he some of that stuff was funny and it it made a a connection. You know, whether you support him or not, it was just the the tactic and strategy of how they were going about that was was pretty interesting. Yeah, and that's going to be the difference in I mean in political campaigns, but it's going to be the you know, the make or break for all these businesses, whether or not you choose to, you not, I don't want to say choose to sink or swim, but whether you choose to weather the storm, get in there, double yeah. down on, you know, um, face this with as much optimism as possible and then go from there. That's right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to uh, what Facebook is doing here um, in terms of keeping people safe and updating, uh, keeping everybody informed on uh coronavirus they've they've put up a ton of resources um i mean i know that we talked about this last time and and their ongoing blog page that they have but even in in the last week and a half two weeks they've they've added so many more things to you know just trying to be a leader in Mm -hmm. availability of information and making sure that it's vetted information um, you know, telling people where to find it, making it, making it easy to find and, and just connect with people. So, um, you know, one of the things ensuring everyone has access to accurate information and removing harmful content, um, you know, connecting people through credible uh, information, Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp, um, you know, they're, they're combating misinformation of COVID-19 across all of their platforms. We, we talked about that on our last episode of just even a regular individual sharing something. If it even mentions COVID or, or Corona, you know, it's going to go through a review process. Um, they've invested a hundred million dollars in the news industry and in supporting fact checkers um, are prohibiting exploitive uh, tactics and ads and banning ads for uh, face masks, hands on hand sanitizer, disinfecting wipes, and even COVID-19 test kits. Um, I think I was interested in, in just, you know, what is the availability to get a personal at-home test um, a few days ago. So I was just scouring the web to see what's out there. And uh, they really shut that down sometime last week of making sure that anybody that's creating tests, I'm just talking about in general, the government shut it down of not allowing individuals access to yeah. to tests unless, you know, they have severe symptoms and go through their doctors and whatnot. And I saw a few posts on eBay that they seemed a little sketchy. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, just a little sketchy, just a little sketchy. I mean, they, you know, they described, uh, you know, what you were buying as a COVID-19 test and, <laughs> and all the details that went with it. And they showed some pictures and I don't know if they stole it from a test site or what it was but uh i certainly was not willing to take the chance of, not. <laughs> on on whatever it, it was that was going to show up in the mail yeah. so um anyways they're uh supporting some of the health and economic relief efforts uh matching 20 million dollars in donations uh 25 million to support healthcare workers on the front line we talked uh in our last episode of they investing 100 million dollars in small businesses making it easier to support just local business in general uh, global health organizations, free ads, um, and just a ton of new data and tools. So um, they also did um, one of the things, excuse me, sorry to cut you off. One of the things they also did was they launched a coronavirus community hub. Um, so it's like a place for people to go on Facebook. Um, it's tips and resources to keep people connected to their friends, families, colleagues, 
community and prevent the spread of misinformation. So this was on the 26th. Um, and then that same day, so it's kind of similar. It's like all in the digital realm. I thought it was really cool. And it was all the like engagement on Facebook specifically. Um, they also launched Get Digital on the 26th. And this is um, just kind of similar hub to provide lessons and resources to help young people develop the competencies and skills they need to more safely navigate the internet. So I thought it was really cool. Um, and they're just, I mean, adding validity to the fact that this is where people go to look for anything. So, I mean, yeah, being online is just really important. And I think Facebook is taking great steps um, to be really be a leader um, at this time. And I also, I read an ar another article too, and it was something about, just from a public relations perspective, mm -hmm. um, from a marketing overall general marketing perspective, Facebook is one of those leaders and how they, how businesses treat their employees, how they treat their consumers right now is really in the, in the long haul, people are going to remember. Um, so I think it's great. I mean, great efforts, great public relations, marketing tactics. By yep. Facebook so a little bit more detail. They, they actually posted this uh, late yesterday on, I know so many people are interested in, in the grants that are available from obviously the, the stimulus that was passed, but also, you know, Facebook and Google and from a marketing aspect, and we'll talk about Google here next. Uh, but one update that Facebook posted yesterday in regards to that hundred million dollars in small business grants was, um, they said we will get 40 million in the U S which will provide grants to 10,000 businesses. Mm -hmm. We're working with Eureka, a third party partner to distribute these grants starting in 34 locations where our employees live and work. Uh, so businesses, businesses can go to facebook.com forward slash grants for business to see eligibility criteria. Uh, and they're saying applications will open in the U S starting next week. So, um, anybody listening that's, uh, I think we all know how many, uh, businesses, small businesses are, uh, here in the U S a lot more than 10,000. Uh, so I think that $40 million is going to go rather quick. Oh yeah, definitely. So on the Google side, um, they came out, what, what, what day was that last week? Um, was, was it, it Sunday? I believe. Yeah, it was. I can't remember. It was earlier last week that they came out and announced uh, giving 340 million in ad credits to businesses worldwide. Mm -hmm. We um, on our digital agency side have been inundated with requests about this, uh, details about it. You know, when's it happening? And you know, what do you know? How can I take advantage of it? This and that. Um, so. Uh, our agency, uh, Rich Art Digital, we've got a post out there for uh, the Google ad credits and exactly all the criteria that's involved in it. So some of that is you have to have been an advertiser since uh, it was January 1st, 2019 yeah. and remaining active. So there definitely are some caveats in that. And I think that's something important for a lot of businesses out there and agencies dealing with clients and um it's not for everybody. They're not just giving away money to people that have not been spending money with them. So it's a huge gesture. I mean, $340 million, but um, at the same time, there's some fine print there that people need yeah. to pay attention to and, and make sure they uh, abide by it. So it's, it's funny because so many people have paused their campaigns um, across, across the board um, with digital marketing that that very well 
could disqualify them uh, from getting any of those ad credits because they stopped completely. I don't know that for sure. I've, I've tried to find that information from uh, what Google has put out there so far, but um, it, all that they have pretty much said is, you know, from January 1st, 2019, and then through today as an active advertiser. And I think that what they're going to do is they're going to base their um, credits that they're going to give to each advertiser profile based on some kind of a formula of what they have spent, um, I think, on a monthly average over that time period. So we don't know what it is uh, at this point, and we've not gotten any notifications on all of our uh, advertising campaigns across the board, and you can speak to this better. You're closer to it than I am. Um, I, I don't, we haven't seen any notifications yet today, right? No. Mm -mm. So I think, you know, we've, we've told people that as soon as we do, we'll, you know, we'll let you know what it is, what is the amount. And then, uh, we I don't also know if list too, um, that we kind of went through ourselves and said, okay, based on this criteria, what app, like which accounts are eligible Sure. Um, when that does come through, whether or not, I mean, we can cross check it and then kind of just ask questions if they, if uh, clients looking for it and they kind of should maybe have it, but there might be a week or two, like there might, like you said, little caveats there. Um, but we are monitoring that and making sure that, um, those available ad credits do go to the clients that, um, have been with Google active since 2019. So. Yep. And a good reminder to not just pause things indefinitely. Yes, some, no, yeah, this some, is the perfect example. Keep perfect some example. kind of a presence yeah. there, you know, and, uh, I mean, I mean there's, it doesn't have to be a lot, you know, you don't have to be, and like what I'm learning, um, even more so just with paid advertising, I'm learning as, especially with this research I've been doing, um, particularly around the coronavirus. I mean, there's advertising. Yeah. Advertising is such a huge part of digital marketing. Um, and, and it's a way to get out into pe in front of people that you, that aren't following you on Facebook. And especially during this time, that is really important. Um, but overall, I mean, there's other components to digital marketing and it's also very readily available to lower those ad spends. Yeah, I completely understand lower those ad spends, but you know, if you have to lower those ad spends, make sure you're up there on SEO, make sure you're in there, um, actively working, make sure you're on social media engaging. Um, so it's just an overall, you know, big thing, but advertising and I'm really finding as well, um, doing a little bit further research, like our next article is Yelp has announced funding for local businesses because they've seen a huge decrease in traffic, um, specifically with local restaurants, reviews, stuff like that. Sure. Um, and they are offering 25 million in credits, waived fees and support. Um, so this includes waived advertising fees, free advertising, free access to Yelp page upgrades, 90 days of free access um, to Yelp reservations, $100 in free search advertising to restaurants with delivery takeout and support for local advertisers and other categories that are struggling to pay their bills, um, which is awesome, which is so cool. Um, yeah, just great. Another, yeah, another organization giving back. Um, but I also think it really adds validity to the power of advertising, um, paid advertising specific, specifically, excuse me, where you see Facebook, Google, and Yelp. These are two, three major platforms that are using their ways of giving back. Um, and it, I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit cheaper for them, but it's still, I mean, it's ad space. It's still money giving back and it with them giving it through ad credits. Like I said, it just adds validity to yep. the, um, yep. the need of advertising and that step, that little extra push that really, that paid advertising really does give um, a lot of local businesses.
Yep, definitely. No, it's great that they're doing that. I mean, anything, any of these platforms that people use, I, you know, there's, it'll be really interesting to see kind of what the numbers look like from a revenue standpoint on the financials for some of these bigger platforms, Google and Facebook and, and Yelp and, and so many others of, uh, what, what are their, what are their financial numbers going to look like? Um, you know, when they, when they release them next. So I think they're trying to do, there's an obvious, like that there's going to be a decline. So, um, it's, it's good to see that they're, um, they're all trying to step up in some way, shape or form and, and offer some, some credit. So it's just, you know, you got to look at them, you got to take time to research them and, and figure out exactly, uh, what the fine print is, you know, are you eligible and, and, uh, how are you eligible and, and when are the applications available and, and how do you do it? So, um, you know, it's, there's a lot of, time that has to be spent on just the research side of figuring all of those things out like the help side of it you know there, there's really not like this huge central hub um you know for all these different we're trying <laughs> i know uh, no of course i mean and that's part of our efforts but you yeah. know like a, a i guess like an overall stimulus hub for you know government stimulus and and from an advertising and marketing standpoint and locally and and uh, maybe I just came up with a uh, billion dollar idea. Yeah, I know, and, right? And I just told everybody about it. So, um, <laughs> gotta get working on it quick. Yeah. So, talk a little bit about uh, you know what's what's going on in our own backyard of yeah. Greenville, North Carolina. Um. So just, I mean, just to hone in on that, these businesses helping each other. Um. These are huge major platforms, but also I'm seeing it. You're seeing it. Um. In Greenville, so we are based out of Greenville, North Carolina. Um. And they recently launched a We Believe in Greenville campaign. Um. And it's predominantly local restaurants and cafes. Um. To really keep them intact during the crisis. So making sure that they don't completely. Um obliterate during this which is awesome i think it's really great um it's all organizations and local restaurants that offer takeout and delivery so they're still operating um during these times and i just think it's just one example um and they've made t-shirts they are all over facebook um and it's not like a specific campaign or anything to raise money for them um but they've also made a frame on facebook so this is just another aspect um they're not doing any paid advertising it's a predominantly just to help the local restaurants it's all to help each other um but they're doing it and they're engaging well i think they're really great on social platforms um it's just another example of how businesses are really striving to help each other and if we continue to do this then we're gonna come out i mean we're all gonna come out we're gonna come out of this i guarantee it that we are just well and better and feeling a little bit more optimistic um, during it. And like even our own efforts, um, we've been offering our podcast suite um, for a discounted rate just for people to get out there. So if they're not online, first of all, get online. <laughs> um, and then if they are, are already to make sure that you have a video or you have a web page out there that says something about coronavirus, um, and I think a video is just an excellent way um, as well from a public relations standpoint, because you see an image, you see a person associated um, with that business. Um, and especially when it's local businesses, that definitely helps. Uh, as well, we also um, are offering website, like quick kind of website designs for as little as $1,000, which is crazy for a website. Um, so I just think offering those little things and I mean, I know we can't do a lot, uh, we're all working from home and stuff, but I just think any business, um, ourselves included, just 
doing these little initiatives to try to help our fellow small local businesses. Um, and I just think it's great. And that's the only way we're going to come out. Yeah, no, you're, you're hundred percent right. So, I mean, I, there's been very, very, very few businesses that, uh, have not stepped up in some kind of a way, you know, some kind of an offer, um, and just to, just to help locally. So, um, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, we've all got to cover our costs one way or another. Some, some are able, um, you know, the, the ones a little bit more flexible are, are able to, uh, you know, not even worry about the cost of, of what it is that they're offering or they've come down and it's just an incentive, um, or discount on it. So, Whatever it is, I mean, I, I just think it's important that people remember anything is is a is a gesture right now of generosity um, because everybody's situation, every company, small businesses is, is in a different situation, and any of them coming out and offering whatever it is, I I think just goes a long way to show that you know they care, they want to be here, they care about their community. They they want to make it through this. They've not just folded and said, "Yeah, and want to help other businesses." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's what I think. Something um, really, I've like even just reached out to people. Just especially with us, we have an opportunity to really help um, others, small local businesses, in any way we can. So I think. I mean, I think it's great. I think these services, um, just like I said before, just offering offering something, um, getting people in the digital space is going to be vital right now it's going to be make or break for some businesses so getting online um i think is just one of my biggest tips <laughs> yep definitely all right so with uh you know i think everybody's had a little bit of uh more availability or downtime i hate to even say downtime in, in some roles but they've been busier than others uh but a lot of uh companies out there are taking advantage of um, part again, back on, you know, what they're doing to give back, they're opening up their, uh, e-learning resources that are typically paid subscriptions, uh, and they're offering them at a discount. So I thought that was cool. Um, have you seen any of those? Have you taken advantage oh, of anything? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I actually have used the LinkedIn one, um, cause they've removed, uh, purchasing from any of their video training courses. Um, so those ones, I just think those are really interesting. Um, I'm, I've always been really big on like company culture, um, and just how that builds a great business. So those are really interesting, particular, um, to me. And then also stack it up, um, some fly those, a few of those training courses and then Moz. Um, like we talked about, I'm specifically in paid advertising. Um, that's where my forte is. So learning a little bit more about SEO is just, um, just overall beneficial, just how yeah. what we talked about and they work hand in hand. Um, so just knowing more information, knowing how to use that platform, um, overall, it's just a few things and they're quick. They're like, not, um, not too hard. They're pretty, I don't want to say lay person, but like anyone can understand them. Um, and I think they're great opportunities. They're great tools, resources. I mean, they're typically people typically pay for them. Um, so the fact that they're available online, take this time, double down, just like we've, um, kind of reiterated, double down, use this time to take these courses, um, and do what it's telling you to do, um, benefit your marketing greatly. You know, something to add on that is conferences, uh, are huge in our industry, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're just, I, I, there's never a shortage of, uh, conferences, um, to attend and, and learn new things and whatnot. Um, but obviously 
with when we talked about this offline i mean the they've all been canceled there's there's no mass gatherings anywhere of anything um for the really the foreseeable future so and those are huge revenue generators for a lot of um these companies uh, that put them on i mean they, they make a killing on those so um i've started to get uh a lot of emails about virtual summits and and virtual conferences mm-hmm. um and one of them, I actually just got this one last night from Search Engine Journal. They're doing an e-summit digital conference. Uh, and that is going to take place on Tuesday, June 2nd. Um, and they've got uh, speakers from Search Engine Journal, RankSense, um, Path Interactive. They've got an SEO consultant. Uh, they, I mean, they've got all kinds that are that are going to be in there. This one doesn't particularly tell me if it's free or not. Most of the other ones that I've been getting have been free. Um, I sent one out to, uh, to our team the other day that took place yesterday, um, AWAI summit. Um, but anyways, there's, there's been several out there right now that, um, you know, they're, they're offering these virtual conferences. Most of them have been free from what I've seen so far. So, um, I think point is, and and the take home of this is, you know, capitalize on this this is an opportunity to you know that your your downtime that you have you know take advantage of some of these free learning resources that you one typically wouldn't have time to do or or the money to go to or the time to go to and travel and go to it in person and guess what you can do it right here just like you and i are doing with this right now so um i I just think it's another uh, great opportunity for people to just take advantage of it learn 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 and see what you can come out with uh new and better on the other side and a lot of what i've done um, a lot not so much conferences i've done a lot of webinars um currently in the a lot of them the ones that are coming out right now they are specifically geared towards combating this coronavirus disruption um they're combating on coming out good and better and being a better business on the other side um so definitely just using this time the resources are there. Um, just look them up. A lot of webinars, if they're not available during, you can watch them after. Um, so just getting in there, yeah, just like you said, um, learning, coming out better at the end of this. That's right. Well, I think that's uh, all we have for you today, folks. Um, there is just a constant stream of uh, new information yes. <laughs> uh, coming out that's uh, you know just funneling nonstop right now. So um, we will keep you updated. Uh, I am Chris Rupp with Elena Corsini, my co-host, and this was Click. We will see you next week. Thanks for joining us.